0: made the best podcast co-hosted for the last six or so years by a Brit and a Canadian win um yeah over to you smashingsecuritycom slash vote thank you very much we love you all uh, at least the people who vote for us uh but for now back to your normal service and uh sorry about this interruption so it's a bit of a mystery
1: oh you don't you don't know the answer No no. Oh for God's sake No but Carole It's like one of those podcasts where it's like Let's find out what happened to this 20 year old murder And it turns out Oh well We don't know Turns out We're still looking Thanks for listening
0: Smashing Security Episode Three Hundred and Thirteen: Tesla Twins and Deepfake Dramas with Carol Terrio and Graham Cluley. Hello, hello, and welcome to Smashing Security Episode Three Hundred and Thirteen. My name is Graham Cluley,
1: and I'm Grace. <laughs> who? Say I'm Graham Cluley. <laughs> what? I, my brain. I was just having a brain fart while you were talking, and then I started speaking. And I'm Carol Terrio.
0: <laughs> Identity theft. <laughs>
1: Hello, Crow. Hi. Are you all right? I don't know. You know, today I ironed, I don't know, 60 new artworks because I hate doing it so much. I know it's a weird oh. thing, but when you do watercolour, the page gets all warped and then you can iron them afterwards, get them all flat. But I never do it after each painting. I just let them mount up, mount up, mount up. Anyway, Isn't there so- a
0: danger in ironing artwork? Or, or you could scorch it or maybe the ink would go all dribbly? Yeah, well, that's why I do it. No one else, right? All right. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so
1: there you go. That's me. How about you?
0: All right.
1: Because we no have we have no one here today.
0: No one? Oh, yes. No no guests today. Just you and me, Crow. Just you and me.
1: It's because I think it's 3.13. Like bad luck show.
0: Oh, oh yes. Anything could happen in the next 45 minutes.
1: I know, but thank God for this week's sponsors, Boot Warden, Collide and Drata. It's their support that help us give you this show for free. Now, coming up on today's show, Graham, what do you got?
0: I'm going to be talking to you about some trouble with Teslas.
1: Okay, and I am diving into deep fakes. The good, the bad, and then the good again. All this and much Ooh. more coming up on this episode of Smashing Security.
0: Now, chum, chum, Carol, have you ever found yourself somewhere that you shouldn't be? Um, Think about it. Have you ever opened the wrong door and gone in, crossed oh, into yeah, the wrong yeah. country?
1: <laughs> I once went into the loo from the airport, right? Talking on the right. phone, going, yeah. honey, I've landed. I'm just going to go have a pee and it's going to be great. And, and I'm talking to him and I I'm getting, <laughs> I get in the loo and I sit down and everything. Still, okay, I'll talk to you soon, honey. And I hear someone at the urinal. Oh, uh, it was a men's loo. Yep. Oh, dear. So, yeah, that kind of thing's
0: happened. Yeah, yeah. These things things can happen, can't they? They can happen. It's embarrassing. At least you didn't sit on the conveyor belt thinking you were on the loo or something like that. It's embarrassing. It's awkward. Well, it's the sort of thing which happens to me all the time, I have to say, is I make a little blunder, especially as I become a little bit more elderly, maybe a little bit… Less, maybe I'm concentrating a little less. Maybe it's because I'm concentrating so much on breathing, existing, walking, that I can't also make coherent decisions about my life. Well, let me tell you a story about someone who perhaps was a little absent-minded as well.
1: I was just going to agree with that statement, but you hurried along so fast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take you to the eastern coast of Canada, to a place called oh. Vancouver a uh, beautiful beautiful province or no, sorry
1: are you talking uh Vancouver the city sorry Vancouver
0: no. city i think yes
1: Vancouver the city yes
0: yeah yeah, yeah. so um i like to include some canadian content just to maintain your interest during my part thank of the you. story thank you i appreciate it in vancouver there is a gentleman called rajesh randev okay and he is an immigration consultant and Earlier this month. I don't know what they do. Am I supposed to know what they do? Well, he's helping people with their immigration. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. So he's an expert in that, assists people, does paperwork, I would think. There is a lot of paperwork. An important job, an important job. Mm -hmm. And uh, one particular Tuesday afternoon, he was in a rush because he had to go pick up the kids from school. So he's working away, he's in his office, and he dashes out of his office onto the street and he leaps into his car. Puts his foot down, or it's actually an electric vehicle. You know, they make some sort of spaceship-type hovering noise, don't they? Rather, rather than that. And okay. there he is. Take my word for it. There he is, driving along yeah. for a few miles. Everything's going fine and dandy. You know, he's happy as a, a bumblebee. And uh, but hang on a minute. What? 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 He's thinking. What? What? That's odd. That's odd. He's looking at his windscreen, and he notices there's a slight crack in it. Okay. He thinks, I don't remember my windscreen getting cracked. When did my windscreen get cracked?
1: When did that happen? Oh, is he one of these people that gets really upset? Well, he does get a bit
0: upset. Right. That's what he does is he rings up his wife. He goes, hey, 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 hey. Mrs. Randev, he says, well, what's It's very formal of him, I suppose. He says, what? What's going on with my windscreen? I've, there's a crack in the wind. What the heck is that all about? Right. Nice, nice guy. Nice. Right. And Mrs. Randeff says, well, I don't know. what it, It's nothing to do with me. She says, right? it wasn't me. Uh-huh. And he said, well, it, it wasn't me either. He says, how did, the, how did we get this crack in? The, because he's quite proud of his car, you see. He's quite proud and he's perplexed and he's oh, annoyed.
1: He's, he has a flash car, does he?
0: Well, it's a sparkling white Tesla that has been his pride and joy. The kids love it. The wife loves it. They bought it in the middle of last year. They're really enjoying all its technological newfangledness. You know, its big sort of iPad screen, its wizardry. Can I digress just for one second here? Of course. I, I have a lot of
1: questions about people who love cars or trainers or things that have to go outside and get mucked about with the actual world at any given time right? Like right. trainers that you wear and then they yes. get a bit scuffed and you freak out. Seems weird to me. <laughs> Same with a car. I just think like, why not have your pride possessions be something that you don't, you know, wear externally and can be.
0: Anyway, there you go. Have you seen Troy Hunt's new car? He's been tweeting about it and posting pictures. Is he finally got his Tesla? No, 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 um, no. He, he refuses to buy an electric car at the moment. He's just bought himself a McLaren. <laughs> which I think um in a bright canary yellow. Wonderful. I know That's beautiful. Well done him. You know? Well done him. Well done yep. exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so he loves his Tesla, Mr Mr. Rajesh Randev. Right. And uh, you know, but he's a bit annoyed about this crack on the screen. And then must cost a fortune to fix, right? Well, it'll cost a bit, won't it? Yeah. And then Rajesh gets a text message on his phone. And the text message is from an unknown number, and the message says, "Hello, Rajesh. Uh-huh. Do you drive a Tesla?" Question mark. It's spooky, isn't it?
1: Well, so the way you're saying it sounds pretty
0: spooky. I think it's a yes/no question, <laughs> right? Or fuck off. It seems well, to me. Well, no, actually, actually, it's not a yes/no question because he doesn't reply it yes or no. What he does is he replies saying. Who is this? Ooh, question with a question. Ooh. Exactly. That's the way to do it, isn't it? Like it. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, <laughs> Of course. <laughs> Don't you? I do, but I'm not sure everyone would. Would you? <laughs> I can't do this. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he says, who's this? And then this mystery person says, I think you're driving the wrong car. And Rajesh pulls the car over to the side of the road. He gets out of the car. And he takes a look at it and he goes, this isn't my car. Are
1: you freaking kidding me? <laughs> like,
0: if you, how much do Teslas cost? How much? Like a lot of money. A serious, a serious wedge of cash. Not as much as Troy Hunt's McLaren. And, but you, yes, can't, a lot. and
1: you can't tell if it's yours well,
0: easily? It's a white Tesla. I mean, you know, it's like, well, it's like a Model T Ford, right? They're all coming black. Yeah,
1: but don't people Tesla's. hang little dice or, you know, little cool no, things off the window? No, you
0: don't. No, 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 Carole. You don't hang dice. Put wooden
1: beads but, but, down the back of the seat for a little massage. <laughs> That's what i do.
0: One of those uh, little Christmas tree air fresheners. Yeah, no, I don't like those. They're, oh, they're bad, Ugh, aren't they? They're so bad. But no, he notices that the, the, the wheels, the alloy wheels are different. It's like, hang on, those aren't mine. He was in a hurry, of course. He was in a hurry. He was in a hurry. He's he's off to get the kids. See, paying attention because it's Vancouver. And he notices that the the, um, EV charging cable is different from his. So it's got a different charging cable. And he thinks, this isn't my Tesla. So the question is, what do you do then?
1: Well, you ask the guy on the phone, do I have your Tesla?
0: Well, what, (laughs) what Rajesh did was he said, Well, I've still got to go and pick up the kids. So, he got back in the car and started it up again, drove off and picked up his kids. Because you've got to get the kids from school. That's the most important thing. Oh, I'm I'm missing a
1: very big question here. How was he able to start the other Tesla?
0: Exactly. Yes. Sorry. It took me a while. Exactly. Right. How was he able to gain entry and then drive off In this other Tesla. He was driving around. Oh, he's so rich. He just leaves it run the whole time. (laughs) Just sits there waiting for him, purring. He was driving around for an hour and a half. And later on, after he'd picked up the kids, after he'd taken them home, he met up with the man who texted him right, to sort things out and to swap cars. Because it turned out their two cars had been next to each other, parked next to each other. Sometimes people like to do that, don't they? I don't know. Especially if they're a bit posy with a car. No idea. Yeah, people, some people do. Some people like to park their car next to the same kind of guy. It's like, oh, look, they're kind of twins. They like to do that. And what happened was, this: not twins like Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Danny DeVito. Not right. that kind of twins. Proper identical twins, almost. And this other guy who'd been left with Rajesh's car, he'd been able to find out how to call Rajesh because he'd peered in through the window and there'd been a document sat on the seat, which included his name and phone number. Ah. So he thought, this other Tesla here, maybe it's this guy who's taken mine. So he texted him, said, I think you've got my car. So Rajesh had simply jumped into the wrong car. But you're, you're absolutely right. How had he been able to gain access to it and then drive off and then stop and get out and then get back in and drive off again right. and pick up the kids, etc., etc., etc. Do
1: they magically have the same key fob, the one in ten thousand?
0: Well, the thing with Teslas is that you can control them with a smartphone app. Right. And so this is what a lot of Tesla owners do. I believe just having the smartphone with your app on your person. Can unlock the car, so you don't have to faff around and look for keys and things, which I always think is a bit weird. Anyway, relying on, on a smartphone app because I don't know about you, but my phone runs out of battery at least once a day, and right. I have to plug it in, mm-hmm. and that would be rather inconvenient.
1: Yeah, but maybe you have a backup key as well, though.
0: You know, maybe you have well, that. If in the you've car. got a backup key, just use your backup key all the time. Why would you ever use the smartphone? I don't, I don't understand it. But maybe Tesla owners can explain that one to me. I don't understand it now. So it's a bit of a mystery and it sounds and you don't, like You don't know, just, know the answer. No, no. Oh, for
1: God's sake.
0: No, but Carole, it's listen. It's like one of those let's
1: podcasts pass- where it's like, let's find no, out what no, happened to no, this 20-year-old no, murder. And no, it turns out, no. oh, well, we don't know. <laughs> turns out we're still looking. Thanks for I'm listening. I'm going to give
0: you, I'm going <laughs> to.
1: I love those, by the way.
0: <laughs> so one theory, one theory is that mm. the, the car, the car which was taken could have been left in valet mode. Not valet, valet yeah. So you can you can leave your car in valet mode so someone else can park it for you if you're going to a swanky restaurant, for instance.
1: And take it off down the highway, like
0: well, super far well, away
1: from your phone. Well, well, no problems? Okay.
0: Well, it depends where the car park is, I suppose, doesn't I it? I
1: suppose it does. And the, the school could have been around the block. He could have just walked there, possibly. We don't know.
0: Okay. You know. So Rajesh contacted Tesla mm-hmm. and said, What on earth's going on here? You know, this is what's happened to me. Is a little video where I'm, you know, showing this happening because he made a little video and things. Um, but when he emailed Tesla, it's not that he didn't get a reply. He did get a reply. He got a bounce back. Oh. So when he emailed Tesla- He had
1: the right address. He had the right address. He had the that. right
0: address. Right. He got a bounce back saying that Tesla's email mailbox was full. What? And couldn't couldn't- <laughs>
1: Okay, I have two thoughts on that. One, OMG, things aren't going so well. Um, but two, if my mailbox was full or whatever, yeah. I don't want a third party being told. I guess they have to, you know, like it's not their business. Why doesn't it just say not delivered? For reasons, well, you know, cannot deliver email.
0: Done. For re- for reasons which are none of your none business. Of your, none
1: of your beeswax. Mr. (laughs) Mr. Curious, curious, curious.
0: (laughs) Maybe Tesla's IT team are currently doing a bit of work at Twitter um, because, of course, Twitter has reduced its staff somewhat. I don't know. Now, I thought maybe Rajesh has made a mistake. Maybe he's emailed the wrong address. Well, then Canadian news outfit Global News, Mm -hmm. they tried contacting Tesla's press office as well. They got the same response. As of Thursday, no one from Tesla had gotten back to him. And we didn't fare much better. Reaching out to their press office, we got the same response. Sorry, mailbox full. So nobody has heard back from Tesla...
1: See, this is clever. See, they're just—they're faking this, and they're just waiting for the big boys to get in touch, like the real big media, right? They're just—they just. This is a whole campaign. I'm on to them.
0: I suppose it's a way of dealing with ransomware demands as well. If if someone emails you, blackmailing your company, you can just say, "Well, we're—you we're, we're, know, piss off. <laughs> yeah, <they're> just—we're <laughs> not here. <laughs> la, la la la. None of your beeswax. Exactly." Crow, what's your story for us this week? Okay,
1: uh, you know that term, Graham, I don't know if I want to say it. Okay, I'm going to, I'll be a bit polite. It's called like the poo sandwich.
0: The shit baguette. Yes.
1: The shit baguette, right? You yes. sandwich a complaint between two positive doughy comments or bready comments. <laughs> yes, yes. So ju- just to explain it to our listeners, maybe I should give an example. Give an example, okay? yeah. So, so so if I were to say, mm. hey, Graham. Hi. You're really good at public speaking. Oh, thank you very much. One of the best I've heard in our circuit. Mm. One of the best. Mm. But don't you think it's time to park the crappy accents? Oh. You know? Yeah. The Italian. Yeah. yeah. Thing mm. is, though, you're so good at public speaking, you don't need this old school crutch to deliver amazing content.
0: Ah, so you gave me two slices of bread. There, lovely bread, lovely carbs, and in the middle... A sucker punch. A little bit derogatory about my ability and appropriateness of some of my... Advice, perhaps. Perhaps, but still hurtful to hear. Guidance.
1: Yes, hurtful to hear, hurtful to say, hurtful to say. Let's think about me for
0: a second. Okay, all right, yes.
1: (laughs) You want to tell me one, just to make it fair, or...?
0: Mm. I find it difficult to to give you bread, Uh, you know, just... (laughs) I know you're trying to be low on carbs. I cards, love bread. So. I do love bread. You do, you I too. do love bread.
1: So I thought, you know, this whole sandwich a la BS, right? I thought this is how I was going to present today's story on deep fakes, uh-huh. because before we get into the, you know, sticky sticky middle,
0: the meat of the yes, well,
1: yeah, the hummus, <laughs> gross. Um, I think we have to say that deep fakes are pretty super crazy realistic and kind of incredible really like there is potential for a lot of great things despite all the not so great things that we hear about in the press don't you think
0: yes i mean i i, I remember one of my picks of the week from last year was a documentary about jerry anderson where they had the an audio interview yes. with him and they managed to deep fake it into becoming a camera interview with him and it was it, it, you know it helped with the documentary uh, exactly. Yeah,
1: And like if, you know, if, if someone was differently able to the point where interacting in the real world was difficult, mm-hmm. this could be a super big lifeline. It'd be amazing.
0: If I had a big zit on the end of my nose and had to do some public speaking, then I might think, oh, if I could just rustle up a deep fake of myself saying these words.
1: And also, like, think of our career extension, Graham. Like, you know, we could, you know, maybe, you know, at 80... If we're still around, knocking about, we could be doing this show, sounding like and looking like we're in our prime,
0: like we are. We could still be doing it at one hundred and twenty. We could carry on past our physical existence. Our our ancestors could still benefit from all of this, whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, that
1: was my slice of niceness, my first slice. Is that good? Can we get to the poo filling?
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I feel good
1: now. I feel good about (laughs) these cakes. Okay, but Christ almighty, (laughs) what are we going to do with the idiots that are, you know, testing this tech at the expense of actual people? Like, take student Taylor Klein, okay? So yesterday, Rolling Stone uh, told a bit of her story, how Klein, a math whiz engineer student, from an engineering family, she says she's someone who doesn't break the rules. She admires her mom's work ethic. Hmm. Anyway, one day during her senior year of college, Klein receives a Facebook message from one of her butt-buds. And it says, writes Rolling Stone, I'm really sorry, but I think you need to see this. And thing is, she'd be getting weird Facebook messages from strangers. One even called her disgusting, right? So she's kind of baffled. Hmm.
0: Right. Okay.
1: But this held the answer because her friend sends her a link to a Pornhub video. And in it, she clicks and she sees a video of a woman who looks exactly like her having sex with a man. But of course, this never happened. It was just that her face was superimposed over another woman's face. And when she sees it, it already has, like, thousands of views. Oh, and God. she's thinking, like, my parents, oh, my God, my family, my friends, what are they going to think? Do our parents often go to Pornhub? <laughs> but, you know, you think the word gets out in the street in town. I
0: suppose it could. I suppose oh. people could be sharing the link, saying, oh, my God, have you seen what Taylor's been up to? You have mouthy, mouthy, you know, gossipy Sheila
1: coming up when you're shopping for apples, you know, going, oh. I saw your daughter. I heard, <laughs> or something.
0: I once had a, not as professional as a deep fake, but I once had people superimpose my head onto images of people uh, committing acts of bestiality, and they were posted up on Facebook. Somebody didn't what? like me, and I thought, Why that was... are you? Why are you well, mentioning that? Well, I'm. Just, I'm just... Do you want to bring it all back? No. Well, I'm not, I don't, no, I'm not. I'm just. Just <laughs> giving people just, ideas. Just giving an example. Jeez. Just giving an example. of <laughs> What can happen. Sorry, I thought bad, we were... Graham. I'm really sorry that happened to you. That's really I shitty. thought we were in the bad bit of the stuff. Of the we sandwich. are still in the bad stuff. Yeah, okay, okay. it's a big right. filling. Okay. Okay,
1: where well, she didn't know who did this to her. That's the other thing. You're like, who? Right? So Taylor Klein decides to take action, calls the cops, and they say, look, we don't really know what we can do, but we'll look into it and we'll call you back. And a few weeks later, mm-hmm. she finally gets that call, and the cop tells her... That the tormentor was within his rights to do what they did, and there's nothing they can do given there's no laws concerning non consensual non consensual deep fake sexual abuse in her state or what they're calling porn. Really, and that doesn't yet fall within the confines of non consensual porn law. Like,
0: like it's crazy, right? It feels like threatening behavior, though, to publish something. I don't. I, I mean, I. I am not a lawyer.
1: Like, don't we own but our face? Do we really need to start getting documents when we're born, along with our birth certificate? Here's the copyright documents for your, you know, facial features, voice, fingerprints.
0: If we all had bar- barcodes on our foreheads, maybe it'd be easier to prove that it was our head. I don't know, but yeah, it's it, basically the law can't keep up with the technology, can it?
1: Yeah, I don't know. This is according to Cyber Civil Rights Initiative. Only four US states have deep fake laws that aren't specific to political elections. The UK, <sighs> EU and China are looking into crackdowns, but looking into, geez, can we get our skates on and sharpish?
0: It feels like the only way that she could get the police to take action is if she actually put herself up for a political election. If she was a political candidate, then she could claim, well... I am part of the political process, and this deep fake is denigrating to my image, then maybe they'll take action.
1: Taylor Klein, if you're listening,
0: feel free, man. I think that's a good idea yeah. if you're up for it. Well, it's insane that the law isn't protecting the rest of us.
1: No. And it's like it could be someone doing it to humiliate a person, or it could be someone just doing it for shits and giggles, right? We're in that bit of the sandwich, for fnaw, fnaw.
0: Or for kinks. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know? But,
1: like... Yeah. You're digitally devastating a person in doing this. Like, that's the risk. It's huge. Mm. Anyway, this story, Taylor Klein's story, has been featured in another body. This is a a documentary that premiered at the recent SXSW. But before I wrap up, we, of course, need another lovely piece of gorgeous bread. Please. Right? To help the filling go down. And I have it. Denmark Tourism Board to the Rescue. Mm. And what I would call maybe, and Graham, I think you'll agree, a PR coup de grace. You know, we've come up with a few in our time, haven't we? They put out a mini video campaign that focuses on their art collection. And it is one of the first to simultaneously use both deepfake and motion synthesis with an AI-generated script. Do you want to see it?
0: Okay. Oh, so we've got a video of the Mona Lisa. And she's talking to us. <laughs> oh, and uh, <laughs> Oh, other famous pictures. Listeners, link in the show notes, uh, as always. Portrait of Van Gogh. Kind
1: of, it's kind of sweet, and I just think we should have more positive uses for deep fakes if they're coming at us
0: thick and fast.
1: Oh, and legislators, chop chop! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Any company can say they're trustworthy, but with this week's sponsor, Drata, you can prove it. With over 14 frameworks, including SOC2, GDPR, HIPAA, and ISO 27001, Drata gets you audit-ready for crucial security standards needed to scale your business. Automated controls, over 75 integrations, and 24-hour monitoring keeps your company in compliance without manual work. And with a new open API and plenty of customization. You can build your program your way. With over 365-star reviews, Drata is the highest-rated cloud compliance platform on G2. Countless security professionals from companies like Notion, Lemonade and Bamboo HR have shared how crucial it's been to have Drata as their trusted compliance partner. So, listeners of Smashing Security, you can get 10% off Drata and waived implementation fees at smashingsecurity.com. Slash drata. That's smashingsecurity.com slash drata.
1: Our sponsor Collide has some big news. If you're an Okta user, then you can get your entire fleet to 100% compliance. How? If a device isn't compliant, the user can't log into your cloud apps until they fix the problem. It's that simple. Collide patches one of the major holes in zero-trust architecture, device compliance. Without Collide, IT struggles to solve basic problems like keeping everyone's OS and browser up to date. Insecure devices are logging into your company's apps, but there's nothing there to stop them. Collide is the only device trust solution that enforces compliance as part of authentication, and it's built to work seamlessly with Okta. The moment Collide's agents detect a problem, it alerts the user and gives them instructions to fix it. If they don't fix the problem within a set time, they're blocked. Collide's method means fewer support tickets, less frustration, and most importantly, 100% fleet compliance. Want to learn more? Of course, you do. Visit collide.com slash smashing. That's collide.com slash smashing. And thanks to Collide for sponsoring the
0: show. Our friends at Bitwarden have been busy this month adding some fab new features to their open source password management solution. Now, did you know that you can log into Bitwarden? Using a secondary device instead of your master password? Well, now you do. <laughs> Logging in with a device is a passwordless approach to authentication. It removes the need to enter your master password by sending authentication requests to other devices you're currently logged into for approval. With login for device, it can be initiated on the web vault, browser extension, desktop app, mobile app, and you can approve access on your mobile and desktop. App version of Bitwarden. Very, very cool. And the Bitwarden team has hardened the security of its vaults, protecting new vaults with 600,000 iterations by default. And of course, existing accounts can also update themselves to the same level. These and many other great security features are incorporated all the time into Bitwarden, keeping your password secure from hackers. Learn more, try Bitwarden for yourself at bitwarden.com slash smashing. That's bitwarden.com slash smashing. And welcome back. Can you join us at our favourite part of the show? The part of the show that we like to call Pick of the Week. Pick of the Week.
1: Pick of the Week. Pick of
0: the Week, of the week is the part of the show where everyone chooses something like. It could be a funny story, a book that they've read, a TV show, a movie, a record, a podcast, a website, or an app. Whatever they like. It doesn't have to be security-related, necessarily. Better not be... Well, my pick of the week this week is not security related. Excellent. Um, my partner the other day said, oh, I saw this great movie when I was five years old. And uh, maybe you'd like it. I said, well, a movie you liked when you're five years old. You think I'd like it? She said, yeah, it's brilliant. It's called Sholay. 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 I'd never heard of Sholay. Apparently, if you are Indian, you not only know about Sholay, You've probably seen Sholei about 58 times. It's like the movie that plays every Christmas
1: or every holiday.
0: There may even be movie theatres in India which are still playing Sholei on a regular basis because it appears to be an institution. It's like Star Wars. It's like the sound of music. And let me tell you about Sholei. The plot is there's a retired policeman played by Sanjeev Kumar. He hires two small-time but lovable crooks... (laughs) Viru, played by Dharmendra, and Jay, played by Mr. B himself, the big one, Amitabh Bachan. H- his career in Bollywood really started with this movie. This is what made him a star. Their mission is to capture the bandit, Gabar Singh. Now, this movie is in Hindi, okay? So you need to get the subtitles. Okay, I tried watching it without subtitles. doesn't work. Well, unless you speak Hindi. Unless you speak Hindi. Right, okay. <laughs> It is effectively a Bollywood Western. So think The Magnificent Seven, but not as tedious. Mm. And there are great music, songs, action, romance, some broad comedy, some of which in the early part of the movie, I think, isn't very funny. And I thought, I'm not so sure about this. Now, it's a long movie. It's about three hours long. Three hours, eh? Wow. And there's an intermission. And the first time I watched it, I did fall asleep in the first half. Oh, Kelsey Priest. you
1: fall asleep watching a television show that's 22 minutes long. <sighs>
0: Yeah. So my partner at the intermission explained what had been going on. And I was then enthused enough to stay awake for the second half. And having seen the second half and loved it, I then went back and watched the first half again, but this time awake. So I think it's a great movie, utterly charming, extremely entertaining.
1: And if you have three hours to kill, right? It will fly past yeah, especially if you have an app
0: in the middle. <laughs> but but do try and get a version which has English subtitles if you need English subtitles. I found it rather hard to track one down. Eventually I watched it on YouTube movies, but it doesn't have subtitles on the songs. And the songs are really good. It's got a great soundtrack as well. The songs are terrific, but you may have to look them up like I did on Google to find out what the words are in English to understand what's going on. <laughs> As I said, if you're Indian, you know Cholet, but the rest of the world needs to check out Sholay. I found it immensely enjoyable. I'm including in the show notes uh, a link to where you can watch the trailer, but also a review of Sholay, which will give you a feel for it. But um immensely entertaining. And that is my pick of the week. It's, it's really fun when we can just choose
1: from any old time period, isn't it? Yes. Even
0: 1975. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. have you are you a fan of any Bollywood movies, Carol? Do you know I've watched
1: Bollywood films because I used to travel mm. Air India from Canada yeah. to England a yeah. long time ago. And I used to watch them uh, there a lot. Mm. Um but I don't know anything about it. I don't, you know.
0: I'm gonna check out some more. I genuinely found this incredibly entertaining. Well Great good. Fun. There's
1: there's a huge, I mean, there's the second biggest movie house in the world, oh. I think, India. So oh. you've
0: got you've got you, know. There we go. You
1: yeah, it's there all cut out
0: for you. Troll, what's your pick of the week?
1: Well, I'm kind of hoping that you have not heard about this because I can take full okay. credit for crowbarring this into your echo mm-hmm, chamber. Mm-hmm, I could try it. So, for my pick of the week, I have to start with a question: Have you come across a person named Brad Meldow, a musician called Brad Meldow? No, I don't think so. No. Okay, good. For me. Uh, so he's a Grammy Award winning, you know, jazz pianist. And a few months ago, he put out an album that I heard about. And then I thought immediately, this is one for Graham. Okay. So I went and did a bit of recon. And I think it has my stamp of approval for you. I'm going to tell you the name of the album. And you're going to go, ah, you'll get, maybe guess what he's done. Okay. Right? So he's a jazz pianist. Yeah. The name of the album is called Your Mother Should Know.
0: Ah, well, Your Mother Shall Know is a 1967 song by the Beatles from the Magical Mystery EP. Exactly.
1: So, in this album, he interprets songs by the Beatles. Ah, lovely. Yes. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear? Okay, because it's good. Okay, this is... Him playing for NPR on Fresh Air.
0: Uh.
1: to an extended interview on Fresh Air, which I'll recommend and put into the show notes as well. But he says that what he loved best about this was trying to bring the whole instrumentation
0: to the piano because this is "I Am the Walrus." He's playing, which is an incredible piece of music by the Beatles and complicated, beautiful, very complicated, very strange piece of music by John Lennon. And um, yeah, quite interesting to hear that on a, just a piano. I think, and uh, that's fantastic. I like the sound of this. I
1: thought you would. Yeah. So I, I thought it was a cute way, because I like I dabble in a bit of jazz, and I just thought it was a cute way for our worlds, you know, to yeah. intersect. Ain't that a Lovely. beautiful thing? So my pick of the week is Brad Meldow's album, Your Mother Should Know, which came out I think in hmm. December.
0: I'll check it out. Thanks very much. You're very welcome. Well, that just about wraps up the show for this week. You can follow us on Twitter at Smash Insecurity No G, Twitter and Last a G. G. We also have a Mastodon account. Find it at smashingsecurity.com Mastodon. That's the easiest way to get there. And check out Smashing Security on Reddit as well. And don't forget, to ensure you never miss another episode, follow Smashing Security in your favourite podcast app. For instance, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Overcast. <laughs> don't you think it's a bit like saying
1: using a search engine such as Google, Bing and... <laughs> massive shout out to this episode sponsors drata collide and Bitwarden, and of course to our wonderful patreon community it's thanks to them all that this show is free for episode show notes sponsorship info guest list and the entire back catalog of more than 312 episodes check out smashing Schmash, smashing sh-
0: check out until next time cheerio <laughs> bye bye smashing see you later Cool album. I think you'll like it. Yeah, I don't don't like the song Your Mother Should Know. I think that's a really weak song with the Beatles, but the rest of them.
1: Well, I'll tell you what he does. He does, uh, I'm the Walrus, Your Mother Should Know. I saw her standing there Okay. Okay. Uh, for no one. Yes. Baby is Black, She Said, She Said, Here, Mm -hmm. There and Everywhere. Uh If I Needed Someone, Maxwell's Silver Hammer, Golden Slumbers and Life on Mars.
0: Oh, which is a Bowie song. That one snuck in. Yeah, I don't know. It has a question mark at the end, so I don't know. I haven't heard that. Is there life on Mars. Yeah. Terrific. Oh, check it out. That's excellent. I am the walrus. Yeah, I'll definitely check that one out. That's good. Cool. Cool. Okay,
1: good. I will uh, slam this in tonight. Uh, I'm out. Yep. But yep. I'll no do No worries. Tomorrow. Have fun. Bye. 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 Bye.